All right, people, what's going on? Twitter world, YouTube, Facebook. I'm glad y'all stopped by and hang out for just just a few minutes. We got a few things that we need to say, and I mean, what else, what better way could I say it without bringing on the man of the hour? He is actually in the basement down at the Orange Bowl after covering the game. Yeah. Here's to you. Well, hey, there he is. All right. He just done yeah. an interview with Kirby Smart and some of the guys. Burge, how is the weather down at the Orange Bowl? Uh, it's a lot warmer than it is in North Georgia. <laughs> okay. I, I'll go along with that. Guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button right here. You two, we're trying to get to 500. Go find Burge. Just hit Google. You just you can't hold his alligator loafers down. You can find him anywhere. Northwest Georgia Scoreboard Show. He's <laughs> on Twitter. And Facebook and YouTube, they do a great job over there. And uh, high school football has kind of come to an end, but uh, they college football going on. Birds, tell me uh, right off the bat here, I guess. What about your dogs there? Do you feel like you finished on a good note for the season? Yeah, it almost didn't feel right. I mean, it was. I mean, it was good for the dogs, but hard to watch. Yeah. Um, a few things that come up across my feed. Uh, Something I want to share. Last 756 days, Georgia has went 30 and one. Of course, with a three-point loss to the SEC champion Alabama, they won the Orange Bowl twice, the Peach Bowl once, won back-to-back national championships, and the seniors are currently leaving with 50 career wins. Yeah, and a couple of natties to go along with that the freshman class that come in that's leaving this year. Uh, that's a lot of a lot of wins. For those guys, and uh, it's still good to see that football still means something to somebody, no matter what yeah. happens. And the outcome is whether you get to play in the bowl that you kind of desired to start out the season. Everybody starts the season off uh, wanting to play for a national championship. I mean, that's the goal for everybody. And sometimes, under undue circumstances, sometimes those things they just didn't work. Uh, with a healthy Bowers, one hundred percent, and McConkey. Probably playing at seventy. If it had been a little, little quicker, um, it may have been a different game, you know. And and Georgia may have got their shot. However, Kirby's a man, and he gathered his troops in and said, "Hey guys, you know what? It didn't go our way, but we get to go play in the Orange Bowl. Uh, we still got something to play for. Uh, I think, I think this is the most wins. Is that right? Is this the yeah. the winning this record? The most wins Georgia, Georgia? history yeah. in a four year span. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I'll carry over into Florida State, and we're gonna rip on them a little bit because I'm just kind of, I just, I'm a Bowden fan at heart. I've met the man twice. Uh, God rest his soul. Great God fearing man. I seen him speak one time, and uh, uh, met him on the side at a church, and I just knowing the way he played football and the generation that he come from, I would just kind of have a hard time believing that. Coach Bowden just wouldn't say, well, you know what? Um, we didn't get picked to make it. Uh, we, we're down a quarterback. And, um, you know, I mean, we can't go back and change what happened. How about let's just go out there and play for Travis. Let's just go out there and play for Jordan. Let's play for our quarterback, whatever bowl we get, and let's just go beat the dog mess, pun intended, out of Georgia. Let's just, let's just all get together and just go play and win. I, I kind of – I would nearly bet – 
I would bet a lot of things on that. Um, I, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say so. At least, you know, I mean, you know, Kirby made statements that, you know, he would obviously he's not going to force anybody to play. You know, his senior class led led them and saying, "Hey, we all we're all going to play." You know, Bullard didn't have to be out there. You know, along with a lot of others. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to be out there, yeah. but they were there. And if Bowers wouldn't have been, you know, if he wouldn't have been injured, ah, uh, we. Oh yeah, I think he. Yeah, he would have played absolutely. Most definitely, he would. He would have played. I just hate that we've come to a part of, of college football, and I'm not. Uh, well, I am picking on Florida State because I, I was always a fan of them, and Coach Vale is gonna. Is he to blame? Okay, maybe we could say that. Is he to blame for these kids leaving? Um, they're grown men, and he can't control them and what they do. Um, that's you know that's for sure. But does he have any? You know what he says. Does does any of that maybe matter? to them a little bit, you know, to bend their ears a little bit and just say, you know, just kind of what I went through there. Hey, look, you know, it didn't work out how we wanted it, but man, we're still getting to play in a bowl game. And wouldn't this, wouldn't that have been, would that not have been a, one of their, it set one of their records also by winning another game. They'd wind up winning what 13 on the year, right? 14. They were 13 and 0 coming in. Yeah. So yeah, 14 and 0. So I know an orange bowl watch or an iPad or whatever the population prize is. Not the same as the national man. Uh, there's something about that gives your guys confidence going into the next season, and it's it's good for the university. Uh, it's a selling point going to the living room to to, to recruit kids to show where the school's at, where the school's headed, and for Coach Norvell and staff, you know I, I don't know. I mean, if, if I'm a parent of a kid that's, you know, ready to go play at Florida State, you know, maybe you question – do you question the intentions of the coach and the staff of, you know, where are we going? You know, just because you didn't get your way. I'm just old school and maybe maybe I'm I'm still – I'm a, I'm a dinosaur like Hank Jr. said. Excuse me, man, but where's the door? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just curious. I think it's just the way it's come to these days in football, you know. Um, they just weigh their options, and I think people were telling these kids that are draft eligible, you know, you don't have to play. There's no reason to play. You know, you got no benefit, nothing to benefit from going out there and playing. So that's why they're not playing. You know, it, it outweighs whatever loyalty that they have to the fans, players, school, whatever. I think it outweighs it. And to me, I know, I know it probably won't happen, but. To me, you're you're forcing. You got a couple things going on with the portal at the window that it currently is. Yeah, you're forcing people to say, "Hey, if I don't leave, I'm not gonna have an opportunity to you know until way on down the road." So those those guys are gone. You know, even if they have a question, those portal guys are gone. And then you know, you're also you know, which you've seen the big time schools have a bunch of, I think Georgia had 20 plus, yeah. you know, of their graduates. I'm not graduate. Yeah. The high school graduates practicing with them. So that that's huge. But yeah. I still think that, that we should change some of these dates until after this is done with man. Yeah. 
Yeah, it kind of it would be able to. You better close the door on some of these on some of the ideas of of the players. Just being able to come, you know, and it also adds more things for the coaches to do. Man, you're trying to get ready for a bowl game, and then you got. I mean, the, the portal bust wide open. I mean, like after the last regular season game, uh, you know, you're pre- you're prepping to play in a bowl if you won six games or more. Um, it, it just adds something for them to do. Now they're also having to check in to see who's leaving or who, you know, and, and what positions am I, you know, am I vacating? So, uh, basically, yeah, you don't know who's coming or going. Yeah. So, did I, do we lose two linebackers in this class or, you know, so, okay, well, now do we need to get out there and find some or do we have some coming in, you know, that are uh, going to come in in high school players or do we need to get in the portal and get an experienced guy to come in? It, it seems like these kids choose finance over loyalty and heart and desire and just to put the fame aside for 60 stinking minutes, man, just and, and there's something still valuable about the game of football playing the game. There's still something valuable about it. Could you get hurt, man? You might step off the front porch and, and stub your toe and fall out in front of a bus and die, man. You cannot live your life in fear of failure. We cannot have that type of generation. I begged and pleaded my kids that I coached in ball you cannot stand in the box and not swing the bat, buddy. If you swing the bat three times and you strike out, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna clap and say, "Hey, we'll get it next time. We'll go to practice and we'll figure it out." If you stand up there and look at three strikes, I'm mad because you're not even trying, and it just really bothers me. I tell you what bothers me. After watching the end of this game right here, I don't know who the big man is. I think it was number 99 for Florida State. He's walking off the field with a towel on his head, crying. Because he's a senior and he's leaving, and this is his last game, but his buddies yep. ain't got the guts to stand up there and play with him. I don't yep. like that. I don't like it at all. You'd never have to be good to try, and all you have to do is just go out there and put forth an effort and play, man. Play your last game. Now, you know, I don't have to pick on Florida State more. I can carry on to say players like Caleb Williams. I don't even want you on the sideline. What are you doing here, man? You've made a decision, then go out and be pro. Don't be hanging out with us. Go get in your Ferrari. Go up to Hollywood Boulevard and and go hang out with with the guys out here at the 49ers or whatever. I don't need you here. Harrison Jr. standing on the sideline last night, I could tell by the look on his face he was sick. His heart, and in his heart, he wanted to be able to play that game because if he plays, he makes a difference in that game versus Missouri. He makes a difference. He is an elite athlete, and he just looked to me – I may be wrong. He may have been thinking, I could care less. I'm just ready to get out of here. But he didn't move a lot, man. He just stood there with a blank look on his face like, this is just crap. I'm staring watching my – what did I do? Did it, you know, maybe yeah. he should get out on Twitter or, or put an IA out and say, uh, guys, play the darn game. Don't don't If you're not going to play, don't even go. Because I was sixth in there watching my team get just curb stomped with – they didn't even run for 100 yards against Missouri. Okay? Mm. And Henderson played. So this stuff not playing, stop making financial decisions. Guys, you can find money the rest of your life. You'll always be able to find money. Don't chase money. Go be happy. Go play football, you buddies. Go play. I don't get you it. You only got one shot. Well, I mean, say you don't play your bowl game, and then you go out for your pro day, and you blow your ACL. Well, you're done. All right? You're not playing. And then you're going to come back and try to try it again maybe the next year. And trying to what if? I mean, if we're going to play the what if game, what if that happens? You know, what if Harrison Jr. busts up the sideline and in his pro day he pays at Ohio State and he tar- hurts his knee, he rolls his ankle, and he's you know maybe it's just a high ankle sprain. He's done for a couple of weeks. 
We cannot live on what ifs. Fear of failure is a total disgrace to athletics, and they've lied to these kids. Your finances will always be there. You're going to get drafted. Well, it's not going to add to any, you know, whether he plays or not. It's not going to add to his stock. What is it? What if it don't add, then it don't take away. Math is math. Yep. If it don't add, there's no addition, then there's no subtraction. Well, he could get hurt. Well, we could do a lot of things. You could get hurt in your pro day. I don't. I'm just so. I'm bothered by this, by the hardworking fans of these guys and girls, all these people up there in the stands, you know, cheering for their team, and they're paying $800, $900, $1,500 for a ticket, and they're seeing their third team play. Now, Georgia got to see their third string play. Muschamp goes up there and busts off a 16-yard run at quarterback <laughs> because they're up 60. It's not the same. It is not the same. And Dean's been high on this for a while, and he just he gets on a roll sometimes. And I'm I'm just more with it now. I understand there's financial obligations and situations that kids live in, and they come from different places in the world. And everybody has different walks of life. Everybody don't come from a Kayla Williams or or whatever finances these people have going on. I don't know. Play the game. Just play the game that God gives you the talent to do. Okay, that's it. It's just. I'm just I'm enamored by it. I'm just old and uh, probably just need to hush and just need to move on and not worry about it. I'm just old and and just I'm, it's like I'm just the old the old guy you know uh, in the barber shop and they're just griping about stuff that I can't do nothing about. No <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, Georgia and Alabama, they're not bad at, at kids opting out really. But why is that? Why is that, Burge? Tell them why they don't opt out. I, I believe it's the culture. I believe it's the head coach. Well, I too, I think it's because they play for a lot of big games. But they could opt yeah. out. They could have. They, Georgia could have said, oh, you know what? We we kind of blew it there in the ACC game. And I think I'll just go on the house. I don't know, it's the orange bowl. I don't need no oranges. You know, I can go to the store and buy oranges. What I wouldn't. They didn't, man. They went out and they took pride in the game. And they went out there and had a good time. And they went through the steps. That's what you do. I don't. I don't want to hear all that crap no more. I'm, I'm just done hearing financial situations. And somebody advised me. Well, somebody's in my life experience. Somebody's got me in a lot of trouble a lot of times. Those somebody's because <laughs> they, you know who they are. They always got something to say. It, it's just, yeah. uh, it's just a load of crap. So. Um, Georgia wound up what six what six sixty yards for the day total on the day. Uh it had to be in that neighborhood. Uh, Edwards run the ball very well. Um, I think they were averaging about. I think they're averaging like ten yards a smack, just about um, running the ball. Uh, I think it's about what we expected. Uh, Florida State started out with a little bit of. Uh, they had a little bit of go with them, but. There's just too many holes. They just have too many young guys out there playing. They just couldn't keep up. The experience uh, definitely leaned towards Georgia. And, and the the coaching staff, man, Kirby and his guys, Muschamp, those guys, before Muschamp was even with Kirby, um, those guys have coached against each other. They've played and coached. Well, they've coached and played some, but they've coached in a lot of big games. Norvell staff, either this is going to be a wake-up call for Florida State because I think Florida State being good is – Good for football. I like Miami being good. I like USC being – I like Notre Dame. I'm one of those guys. I like it when the big teams are good because it just lets everybody know 
who's in check. You know, it's good for football when the when the big school teams are good. So, um, did you get to watch any Missouri Ohio State game? Yes, I did, and it was uh, it was odd. Uh, Ohio State. Well, Missouri didn't do much neither, but Ohio State couldn't do nothing, nothing offensively. It's like they were just yeah. out of sync. Uh, I don't know. You think it was just from a cord not playing, or it's it's almost like the backup like hadn't had any reps, you know, and he should have had all the reps leading up. You know, he should have he should have been okay. I mean, even Florida State's young guy, he looked better in this game than he did in the ACC championship game, but still wasn't able to really do anything. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um... I think Missouri wound up with like 350 total yards uh, on for offense. Uh, they we wouldn't, they couldn't get burdened the ball, and I was very bothered by that. I I tweeted out a few times like, "Is he hurt?" Uh, I seen him come in the game, and I see him out there, and I'm sure they're double covering him. I'm sure that you know if they had any kind of sense at all, they were trying try to make sure that he didn't get the ball. Um, but that left Schrader open, and he winds up. Uh, didn't he have a bowl game record for rushing yards in the bowl or something? I think he had he's, he had some kind of record himself and also being a scholar athlete. and <coughs> He had a great story. So um, what do you think about Mizzou coming in next year? Are they going to be a 12-team playoff? Mm, they would have been this year, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Kentucky and Clemson. We had our money on Clemson, but we were – in our hearts, we, we're pulling for old bluegrass. We want yeah. the conference to, to, to do good today, uh, well, yesterday. But um, Dabo does what he does. Um, I, that's why I picked them just on mere experience and coaching in big games. Klubnik is – he still has some work to do. They're going to have to figure out some stuff, and he's going to have to get some linemen in there. They're going to have to work on their offensive line. And Clemson's always been a defensive team. They've always had some linebackers or somebody that's always, you know, that one guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they they're gonna if they want to be in this twelve team, um, they're gonna have to to figure out some things. He's gonna have to get in the portal and definitely figure out some things. And I know I hate that the Twitter world was making fun of him a lot for jumping up and down, and you know, uh, he's excited, guys. Look, I know it's not the national championship, but. If you've already coached or just just being around kids, he's excited for his kids. They didn't have a great year, man. They had to come back and fight not dogs just to to get a bowl game, and they they had every opportunity in the world. Kentucky turned the ball over four times. Clemson should have easily had won that game, but they figured out a way to win and. He's excited, so quit making fun of the guy. I know he's easy to make fun of, but, you know, he's from Alabama, and that's fine, but he's excited because his kids won. What about uh, what about another game that went on today that was really shocking to me? Um, Auburn Tigers couldn't do anything really Man, with Maryland. I'm so confused. I, was, I don't – I totally was confused by that as well. I don't. I don't know. Um, they need another quarterback. Well, well, yeah, that's most definitely trouble. Now he didn't have a lot of trouble against Alabama, but you know, something like they figured out by him running the ball was a lot of their success. 
And it seems like they kind of got away from that. Um, I, the game is so emotionally based now, it seems like. Uh, a lot of players, they need those big plays. And we've all noticed it through the year. They need those big plays to fire them up. And, and if Auburn don't make those big – Alabama's the same way. I'm not picking on Auburn. They need those big plays to feel like they're getting back in the game. And they just couldn't make any plays. It's absolutely – Asinine for Auburn to lose to I don't Tungle Valley didn't even play. Nope, didn't play. I, I don't. This I thought Auburn's defense would keep them in it. Just I did too. I don't know. I don't know. I, looking at Maryland's offensive numbers, I mean, they threw for two hundred eight and run for a hundred. I mean, that's, I just I just thought that there's no way that these dogs from down here in the dirty South on the defensive line, are they're just going to lay down and just not, man, they just, they look slow. And that's usually where they went in at. Um, like Ole Miss today, Ole Miss, you know, uh, you know, winning that game, it, they showed speed. Okay. To beat Penn state. That's a huge win for that program. Huge. Now we've yeah. been a huge win for Auburn to beat Maryland. No, not really, but you got to win those games, man. Coach Freeze, well, I was involved in a lot of recruiting this week. Didn't have my fingers on the on the pulse on the offense. That's an excuse. If that's how it's going to be at Auburn, will you? They need to go ahead and fire him right now. I'm so sick of excuses. Look, I mean, people, all, everybody that knows me knows I'm a Bama fan, but I'm a lover of football. God dang, Auburn, get it together. Are you joking? You <laughs> yeah, play Bama. You play Bama Maryland. in Georgia. Like, I mean, we've seen how they played Bama in Georgia. They almost yeah. beat both of them. They they nearly they they, they had Alabama beat uh, with three seconds on the clock. There was ninety nine percent chance that they win a game, <laughs> and they and they run all over Georgia. They rushed for nearly three hundred yards on Georgia. Yeah, and they can't show up to play these games. They they've got to learn how to win. The the culture is Bama or bust. You know, we're just got to beat Bama, and that's our only obstacle. It's been that way so long, and I'm so tired of hearing that. It's got to change. It, something's got to go, man. Something has got to change with that program. I know Big Brother is up the road, and they recruit all the big guys. And it, Coach Freeze got to had a good recruiting class. They got some guys out of some high schools down here, uh, some kids from Central Phoenix, you know, some receivers, some athletes. They don't have a quarterback. I don't care if you got Jerry Rice out there. Yeah, it don't matter. If I'm out there throwing a the ball, I can't get Jerry the ball. I got a buddy who's like, hey, we got two five-star receivers coming in, but who's going to throw it to them? Yes. Who? I, I'm totally shocked that they hadn't tried to get one of these guys out of the portal. You know, when I seen the dude from Arkansas was going into the portal, I said, that dude's got to be at Auburn. Yep. KJ Jackson. Yeah, I was like, okay, one of those guys has got to go to Auburn. He fits. Yeah. He fits uh, Ward from Washington State. He fits the he fits the yeah. program too. He fits, man. But the money's getting thrown around. They're talking about the going to Miami or the other dude may wind up at LSU. Uh, Auburn's got to get one of those guys. How did they not get Sanders from Ole Miss? He goes to Auburn and starts. What about your boy from Georgia? They they could have they could have been in on him. Vandergriff. Yeah. He's not the style that, that that's not that's not Freeze's that's not his style. You. you know what I'm saying? It, it's not. He would yeah. fit at Bama. He could play at Bama. Yeah. 
they're going to have some receivers throw too, and it's going to be more pro style. He wants to run the RPO stuff, you know. But I yeah. mean, god dang, it's better than one I got. <laughs> Vanegar's ten thousand times better than I don't know. I ain't never seen the boy run, but I'm sure he's pretty decent at it. If he could, the RPO's just throwing those quick intermediate passes, just getting the ball out of your hand. Surely he can do that. He probably run it in high school right down there. What do you play at the uh, Christian school over there? Yeah. I'm sure they run some of that. Uh, um, so good win, Missouri. Huge win to beat Ohio State. I don't care how you cut it. If they beat them three to nothing, that's a huge win for Coach Drink because they were ready to fire him. That's going to run his butt off about week three or four. They turned around. Those are good recruiting tools. Lane Kiffin, they've set a school record, one of the most games for a season. That's a huge win for them. Um, Georgia getting a win. They got up. They win the Orange Bowls. That's a big win for them. And uh, we talked about Kentucky and Clemson. Kentucky just blew it. Auburn. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I don't. I don't know what to say. What are you doing? Yeah. It's Maryland. Yeah. Well, we didn't have. So I don't give a crap. Are you kidding? You could have put the cheerleaders out there, and I figured they could have scored. What are we doing? Hey, D- DJU still looking for a college. He could go to. He could go to Auburn. He would fit right in. <laughs> he, he would his style offense he's super athletic um he's not dumb he's smart if you go out and play football oregon state is they're a they're an academic school too now i mean you can't just get in out there I, uh, cam ward cam ward's still there and uh dude from sc named malachi nelson he's a four-star guy yeah that's in the portal i still don't understand the guys leaving well, I mean, people tell me why I was on Twitter space uh, this morning with uh, uh, Visor. You ever run across Visor on Twitter? I don't think so. He, his um, picture's got a, a guy with like – he's got his Visor hat on. His eyes are red. He's a he's a big Bama fan or, or, or Georgia fan. Anyway, he, he does a lot of spaces on there, and he usually gets good – you know, a lot of people in there talking. And um, I, I don't <laughs> – I don't know why are people leaving starting positions and they, and everybody said, well, um, Dunham, James, James Dunham's the one that does all, uh, Oh yeah. Next round podcast thing. You know what I'm talking about? He, he's been in sports talk media for years. I think he was on like channel six or something, but he, he was in there at one time. They said that they're jockeying for position because if what it is, if one does it, then the other ones want to start doing it. Cause they're just, they're trying to add um, more clout to their self, to their resume. You know, well, hey, if, if Howard's in the portal and, you know, then there goes, well, Dylan Gabriel did it. Well, and then Howard at K-State, he's like, well, if he did it, I can do it too. But by God, if he can get, you know, 700000 I can get eight they They're just trying to out-jock each other. That's all this is. Could you imagine, Bird, you're the starting – you're the starting center at Georgia. You start. You're a junior. And maybe even a redshirt junior. You got two more years to play. You leave Georgia to go to Nebraska. Why? You start. You're gonna hey, Coach Smart, I'm gonna be yes, sir. You'll be starting next year. I mean, not unless you get break your leg or something. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna be our guy. I mean, not unless something crazy happens. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, everybody's gonna work on their position, but yeah, I'll probably be favored towards you, Bird. You're probably going to be our center again next year. I think I'm going to go to Nebraska. <laughs> Why? What are we talking about? What What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. 
just a jock for a position to to make some people. I don't know. Try to make yourself look good. I don't know, man. It's and the worst part is all all this is coming to high school pretty soon too. Just wait. Y'all fix and get a dose of it real soon. Yep. Yep. We were talking if they can figure that, out how to do it. Well, here's the problem. When they started out doing this NIL stuff for college, they never had any – you need some type of advisors. And now they do. A lot of colleges have, you know, a committee of people that are involved with the universities, you know, to help these kids. we got kids in high school, birds. They don't even understand about a checkbook. And you're going to write them a check for, I don't know, 20000 a 100000 or, you know, some of these deals were here to a million dollars. What are they going to do? Well, they, I don't want to see a kid that's 21 get the IRS knocking on the door, hey – uh, IRS, uh, you owe us $400,000 in taxes. What? I thought my guy paid taxes. Oh, no. No, right here's you. We better, GHSAA, AHSA, please, set a committee right now. We need a committee for these kids. These high schools better put somebody in place somehow that there's got to be some kind of guidelines. There's got to be some type of somehow, some way this has got to be involved to where it's not just you're just written a kid a blank check. That's not gonna work. So it's not never gonna work out. But um now we'll get off here. I don't want to take up too much time. I'll ask you about some games tomorrow. I'm uh, not tomorrow, but uh, the Cowboys and Lions are playing. I think they're fixing the kick, or maybe they just did. That'll be an interesting game. If y'all like NFL football, golf is for the Lions. He's led a team in Super Bowl. I was curious to see how that works. Dak, they're reading a little bit to Cowboys, but uh Fifteen straight wins at home, Cowboys. Yeah, I'm curious about that game. I'm fixing to go back and kick my feet up and kick that, uh, catch that one a little bit. Um, uh, Monday, we're going to come on about two or three o'clock and talk about Bama and Michigan and Texas and Washington. Uh, what's your, what's your, what are you thinking on that? I'm thinking that Michigan's offense is going to struggle. And uh, Bama's going to be able to run the ball and uh, move the ball, probably hit the big play deep. I just – honestly, I don't think Michigan's going to hang around. I think that uh, Bama wins by double digits. And I'm not – you know, I'm not saying it's going to be a 28-point victory or nothing, but yeah, I think Bama wins by 10-plus. Yeah, I think I like them by like 13. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't – uh know how well, I don't I'm not sure how Michigan is gonna score. Um I, I just don't I don't see Corum breaking a lot of big runs. I'm sure he's gonna have some. Um if he breaks over 150, I would assume that they would probably win the game. And if McCarthy if he throws for two hundred, um I would assume also that they'd probably win the game. But I think Beck is just a good thrower of the ball as he is. I think so. And Bama almost got him like twice, two or three times. He almost got picked. So uh, if they can handle that, I mean, th- there are receivers that I don't, I'm trying to compare a little bit and it's not fair for Georgia and Michigan, but I don't, I don't see no huge swing in talent from Michigan to Georgia. I mean, do you, am I missing something here? Or? I don't think, I don't think Michigan has seen, you know, it's going to be the, same situation as as when Michigan played Georgia a few years ago. They just they hadn't played in. They played Ohio State, and 
and and Penn State, and we just seen what Penn State did with what the fourth, maybe the fourth best team in the SEC with Ole Miss, maybe the fifth best team. I mean, yeah. they they basically lost by double digits to the fourth or fifth best team, and and I just don't think that uh, if Alabama's on their game, I don't think Michigan's gonna gonna be there to go against them. Yeah, I, I agree. I just don't – I think Michigan's probably going to get theirs uh, defensively. They are good up front. Um, their corners have – they make plays. They tackle well. But I'm, I'm not sure – I think Bama's – if they score four touchdowns and a field goal or two, I think they're okay. I just don't yeah. see Michigan being able to score that much. Maybe I'm wrong. Now, now the Longhorns have some elite receivers – uh, Ewers can throw the ball up down the field. Their offensive line is is top notch. Uh, is there any way Washington can get home and make Ewers pressure him into making bad throws? Because that's the only way they're going to win the game. The only way he's going to try to pressure Ewers and try to make him make bad throws. Because Washington's probably going to score some points now. Now Penix is going. He's probably going to get his. So the only way they win this is they're going to have to. Is there a chance that Washington can get after um, Ewers in the Texas offense? I just don't know that they're going to have to prove it to me. I just don't think uh, I'm not. I mean, thirteen and zero or not, I, I'm not sold on Washington uh, being uh, a team that's well rounded enough to beat, especially Texas or Bama. I don't. I I, I think they could probably hang in there with Michigan uh, athletically, but I think Texas wins in a close one. Yeah, I go along with that. Uh, I just assume talking about some weird matchups. Yeah, well, I just, I just assume see uh, Texas go ahead and, and play Michigan and Bama play Washington and end the winners. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't yeah. know. It seemed like uh, Florida State should have played. Uh, Florida State should have played Maryland. I'd rather seen Georgia and Auburn rematch. Really? Yeah, I mean, I would have. I'd rather seen Georgia and Auburn part two. Man, that was a great game. I mean, you know, this game, that game went down the last few minutes of the game. All I've seen uh, since the Georgia game was over is uh, Georgia fans posting, you know, you can't tell me that we're not one of the top four teams. But Yeah, I, I would have rather seen them in too than, than Washington. They had so their I'm not, But I'm just not a Pac-12 guy. I've seen the Pac-12 just – crap the bed and i mean a big old pile of it and try to roll the mattress up and put it outside like nothing happened i've yeah. seen them just crap all in the bed and they just have not produced anything for me since pete carroll left usc basically pretty much i just ain't seen it man i until now if they prove me wrong and they go out and they beat texas and then uh they beat bama or michigan they just go out there and romp it I'll come right on here uh, that next Sunday and say, hey, I was wrong. Uh, hats off to Washington for being the national champions. I, I think you're safe. Huh? You're safe, I think. <laughs> I just don't see it, man. I, I would just assume to seeing Georgia. I like seeing Georgia play Texas and Bama play yeah. Michigan. And, and let's get the winner of that game. That that would now nah, I would I could get along with that. But Bat, Georgia, hey, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna see it next year, man. I really think next year, I think the twelve team playoff is gonna garner some matchups and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. 
I'm excited about it, to yeah. be honest with you. And, and <laughs> with having the 12 teams involved, uh, you know, looking at the SEC schedules, man, there's teams that could have – you could have a three-loss team, man, I think, just because the strength of schedule is going to be ridiculous. Yes. As long as the committee can can, you know, that's what I'm worried about. So you're gonna have, if I'm not mistaken, it's the five highest power five ranked champions, right? Yes. And then the sixth team will be the highest ranked non power five. Yeah, number twelve will be replaced by like this year would have been Tulane. So number five will unless they're ranked higher. Unless they're ranked higher than twelve. you're right. So that'll be, yeah. I guess it'd be the next best. Yeah. How's that going to work? Would it just be the next best power, non power? I, I, I guess. Like, you know, what if two lanes 10? Then number 12 is going to be, you know, yeah, whoever, whoever's Liberty. next in the, in the order. Would it be Liberty? Like, say this year, say Liberty got Oregon. That That's going to be, no, uh, if, if, if one of the non power fives is ranked higher than 12, then they'll get, I'm not sure how that will. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Good thing Somewhere. is we got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we don't know. On this, some of this stuff's going to be new. Um, next game, and uh, let's see here, Monday. LSU's going to start out today with Wisconsin. I like LSU's chance in that. Daniels is not playing. He's a quitter. Uh, he won the Heisman, so he's better than everybody else on his team. So, yeah, I'm not giving a slack, bro. I don't, I don't give a crap what you won. Go finish with your team. I don't like it. Uh, Liberty draws Oregon. I don't. I don't think Liberty can hang. I believe they can hang on for a quarter. Or so now Iowa and Tennessee. We're not getting a lot of talk about that. Tennessee. But I'll tell you what. I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Tennessee's young quarterback play. Yeah, Nico. Hey, I, now I followed him out of high school. He was on at the Elite Eleven camp that we followed. He was in that class with Arch Manning and all those guys. Okay. And, you know, everybody was talking about Arch. I was talking about this guy. Nobody was talking about him. I promise I'm not trying to – you can go back in the summer and find – nobody was talking about Nico. He was just like – he was the second guy, and Arch is just, you know, the best thing since Slice Bread. like, yeah, he's okay. You know, he played pretty good, but he didn't even show up at his last camp. Nico, this boy can spin the bean, man. He is money. He is good. I'm ready to see him play now. Will Iowa give them, you know, defensively up front? I was always tough, man. I got some big cornbread up there. Okay. It'd be if you score more than about 20, 20 to 24, you beat Iowa, though. Yep. I think so. They're going to have to score every quarter. Tennessee's going to have to put a touchdown on the board every quarter. Um, and that game is at 12 o'clock on ABC. And Liberty, Oregon also play at 12. They're on ESPN, a local legend here, Tyron Dupree, quarterback out of Cherokee County a few years back. Linebacker out there at Liberty. Um, seen him uh, on some Twitter spaces, and they're, they're out there, and they're excited. And his uncle and I work out together some here uh, at the gym, and they're going out to watch him play. Is there yes, any chance, uh, Yes, is there any chance at the 11 o'clock game is on ESPN2, first game of the day, Monday, uh, get up and get your house slippers on, get out of bed and wipe the sleep out of your eyes because LSU is going to be in the, the uh, Rely Quest Bowl playing Wisconsin. The LSU's favored by 10. 
is Wisconsin going to play these guys a game? And Nussmeyer's good. I like him. The backup quarterback? Yeah, I think he's great. I think this is going to be uh, a kind of a flash, a look into the future, because I think he's going to be a pretty good quarterback coming in the league next year. And win or lose now, there's already rumors out there, Harbaugh, win or lose, he may be headed to the Bears, maybe. And if he does, that rumbling is Kelly looking to take the Michigan job. He he wants to get back up north and get out of this. He wants to get out of the south down here. He can't he can't play with the big boys. That's just rumors. I don't know if that's true, but I have seen that. Um, so that's that's kind of it for the day. And I just had to get some of that off my head to get out of my head there. Uh, these quitters, man. I'm just kind of done with it. I don't, I don't got no, no respect. I'm not looking for an argument. I'm not looking for debate. That's how I feel. I'm a dinosaur. Call me that. Roll me in the corner and just let cobwebs grow on me. But I feel how I feel, and I don't like it. If Bama had a bunch of players opt out, this old boy right here would say something. I don't like it. I don't like it because the average guy like me or you that would have to bust our tail just to be a freaking water boy on a team like that could just dream of playing in an Orange Bowl or playing in a Fiesta Bowl. You're not going to play because of money or chance you may, something may. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I just ain't got no time for it. It's no debate. I ain't arguing nobody about it. They can make their own comment sections and go argue with the wall. I don't like it. Um, so Wisconsin LSU start off today. So we got some um, SEC action, Tennessee, and uh, Bama will play at four o'clock, and Texas and Washington will play that night. Not too late, so we can get back in bed and get up next day and get this old get the old work week started, birds. Oh uh, yeah, well at least it's a short one. We only work four days, and with Monday being off, so we'll only work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, we'll be back uh, Tuesday through Friday, and. Uh, have a short weekend and turn. That's going to be the hard night. Quick turnaround Saturday, Sunday, and come back that Monday. Um, and then the national championship game is going to be that night. It's going to be a um, yeah. crazy week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, we're probably uh, Northwest Georgia football. We hadn't been on in a while since the, you know, yeah. season ended, the high school seasons ended. Uh, we'll probably get on sometime in the near future and talk realignment and new regions and all that. We really hadn't went over all that and uh, yep. you know, kind of give a postseason sum up and then looking to looking toward next spring, start looking toward next year. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dive into some of that. We do have some new classifications and um, Aniston moving out of the south and into the north is good. I think for the 4A up here, 4A region, it puts some speed on the field for our guys here at Cherokee County to see. Um, I like that. And uh, Alexandria's come back in the region. I like that. That's old school. Um, Aniana, Etowah still in there. Uh, they did have Clay in there, but they moved them back out. Um, so some things got moved back around. Center Bluff went 2A. A little bit of surprise to us. They're going to be battling out with uh, Pisgah and Sandrock. So um, it puts a rival mark back on uh, Sandrock for Cedar Bluff, and that's good. I love it for our area. Spring Garden is going to be battling in there with Gelsel and stuff. It's going to be kind of new for them. They're going to be uh, – they'll make some trips up the mountain like Valley Head and Eider and stuff. So Spring Garden, 
Coach Ragsdale, um, his next year in, they'll have a interesting region. It's going to be uh, new. They're not. They've always had to play TCC. They've always kind of had to go south. If they wouldn't with us, you know, with Cedar Bluff, well, now they're going to have to go north, you know, and play this 1A uh, region kind of up on the mountain. And five, moving to 3A, which they've done before. Uh, they'll be battling with Sylvania and Geraldine. And that'll be interesting. Madison Academy went 4A. Um, that may be something good for 4A North. Uh, put a, put some more teams up there to battle with Westminster and West Morgan. So, uh, Hoke's Bluffs in that region also with Cherokee County. It's good old rivals. I like it. So, yeah, we'll dig into all that too. Um, everybody can find you at YouTube and Twitter, at B Burge yeah. on Twitter. At Northwest Georgia Football, at B Burge. And, uh, you know, some of the locals – that we cover a lot of, uh, you know, trying as they jumped regions, they moved down to, uh, to, uh, single a uh, division two, which is the lowest, the smallest, which is kind of where they belong as far as their attendance wise. But, uh, their region has the uh, two time champ Bowden red devils, uh, uh the, the Manchester team that just played mild Bowden in the state championship in single uh, a is also uh, in that region. Along with Mount Zion Carroll, so you got Holy. you got Bowden, that's two-time state champ. You got Manchester, the team that played them in the state championship in your region next year as the Triumph Bulldogs. So that'll be tough. Uh, wow. Other local teams, uh, you know, Chattooga's region changes a little bit. You add Christian Heritage, you're going to add Fannin County back, and then Gordon Central and Gordon Lee is going to drop down into uh, that region. Uh, as far as the teams closer to y'all that are in Georgia, uh, 6A Division One is now Bremen, Darlington, Harrelson County, Heard County, Model, Pepperell, and Temple. Uh, Heard County so, and all them will be in there with – oh, boy. Yeah. Heard County and them are in there. Heard and Harrelson in there with Model, Temple, and all that. Uh, Rockmark uh, stays in 7AA. It's Kahula Creek, Lakeview. Fort Overthorpe, Murray County, North Cobb Christian, North Murray, Ringo, Rockmart, Sonorville, and Union County from the Northeast Georgia Mountains. New, New Union County and Sonora, I've I've, uh, I've read on them. I've read some stuff on them before. Uh, oh, and uh, Pierce County that beat Rockmart in the state game, yep. correct? Uh, supposedly, yep. rumors have it that Coosa Christian will be opening with them over there. Oh, boy. Supposedly, by uh, it could be uh, an interesting battle. Rumor mill. Now, I don't know if that's true. Schedules are not final. I don't know. You may be able to look up Pierce County. They may have it on there already. Uh, Cherokee County's football schedule is not final. He's still tooling to, to fill in a spot. Talked to Coach Kelly this morning, and uh, thank you everybody else is in the areas pretty much out. Spring Garden, Sand Rock, Gellsville. Uh, thank all of them is already out and ready. It's gonna be a yeah. good one. It's going to be exciting. I'm, uh, Tuga has a more favorable schedule this year than what they've had in the past. About um, Did you say Kusa a while ago? Did I miss that? Kusa is in the – let's see here. I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think they're in that same division. With, uh, without Merchant with them, Tuga. Uh, Armurchie, okay. Chattooga, Christian Heritage, Coosa, okay. Dade, Fannin, Gordon Central, and Gordon Lee. They're all in that 7A. Uh, one of the biggest 
things that I saw as far as uh, teams moving down or moving around. Uh, 7-3A now has a former 7-3A full Calhoun Yellow Jackets moving back down to 3A from 5A a couple years ago, 4A last year, back down to 3A. There's Calhoun, Gilmer, Heritage, Catusa, Lafette, Northwest, and Ridgeland. So, uh, Good luck Calhoun. in that region. Exactly. Uh, Adairsville is back-to-back region champs. Yeah. They'll have to beat the Yellow Jackets this year. Man, I'd like to be in one of them games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 7-4-A also has some people dropping down. Cartersville is dropping down into 7-4-A. So you got Altoona, Cartersville, mm-hmm. Cass, Cedartown, Dalton, Hiram, and then uh, Southeast and Woodland. So you wow. got, I mean, Hiram Dalton, Cedartown Cast Cards. I mean, you got like six playoff teams right there that uh, are vying for four spots. That'd be very interesting. Region. That may be the most interesting region I've, you've, you've <laughs> said. Holy crap. I know, man. right? As far as the competition, you know. Yes. And with the 12 team playing off come to college next year, guys, we are going to have a lot of content, a lot of content. All you Georgia hookup stuff, go find birds over there. And we're going to cover all ACC stuff, and we're going to talk about our high school stuff around here some. Um, hit the subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And tell a friend, share. We're trying to get to 500. I mean, we're not far away at all. It it, change, it puts us in another bracket once we hit 500 subscribers. We are very close, and we went way over 3,000 this year on Facebook. Man, I'm very thankful to all our followers. Uh, we're going to bust into year number four. We started December of 19, and uh, this will be our fourth full year as we're getting into it. So, uh, gosh, we're going to have a lot of stuff to do, man. Uh, we'll have a lot of pregame, and Burge comes on with us all the time in the summer. We'll break down all the SEC teams, and uh, we'll get into their schedules. We did last year. Now we got two more. So we'll have 16 weeks because each week we'll break down a team. Uh, we'll we'll get into some particular team, and we may do our favorite backs, you know, coming back or our best quarterbacks coming back. You know, we'll probably start probably after school gets out, end of May, okay. first of June, June, July, and then August, and that'll leave a kickoff at you know usually second week of September. Uh, Birds be on with us all the time, and uh, we'll we'll start breaking down um, all the SEC man, Oklahoma and Texas. We went through it a little bit uh, last oh, week. Yeah. Just Threw it up on the screen. Oklahoma and Texas have a dirty gauntlet. Georgia's going to have a tougher schedule. Oh, yeah. Um, Missouri's got a pretty nice schedule. So, y'all come back, man. Don't don't forget about us. Just 2024, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're only going to get bigger and better, and we're going to do more and uh, make more coverage for you guys. Jeff Anderson there is asking about uh, Central Carrollton's region, why I got it pulled up. Uh, Central Carroll has moved to 3-4-A. And uh, they will be playing uh, Central Carrollton, uh, Griffin, Harris County, Jonesboro, Mundy's Mill, Northside Columbus, and Stars Mill. So a totally different region for Central Carroll. This is going to be a lot of interesting for us, you know, coverage-wise. We're going to be talking about a lot of different stuff, like – like I was mentioning a while ago, like Spring Garden, those changing those. They, I mean, they're going to be playing some teams like – I don't remember when the last time Spring Garden Gales will play. I mean, that, that's interesting. You know, this is going to be uh, new stuff. You know, you're going to have Oklahoma and Texas in the SEC now. Uh, it's going to be some weird matchups. We're going to see things for the first time. And we are going to be here, guys, breaking it all down 2024. 
me and the Diamond Dean and Birds will be on here with us, and uh, we'll have a good time doing it. And we'd like to come on and uh, shoot the breeze, and we're going to laugh and cut up a little bit and laugh at each other. And uh, Jeff, I hope you're doing good. He's had he's Jeff's working on stuff, some medical stuff, so we hope he's doing fine. Uh, James and Coach Short and uh, Brad Scott, thank all you guys. How about uh, Hoax Buff? Yeah, I said that a while ago, man. That's that's good, man. I like Hoax Buff being back in that region center in Hoax Bluff. I dig it, man. Alexandria, those are good. I remember those games. You know, we're talking about, you know, back in the day, early 2000s even. Those are going to be some some quality games. I'm um, looking forward to all that. All right, we took up enough of your time for tonight. We'll go watch the Cowboys and the Lions. And uh, thank you all for coming out and hanging with us. Um, birds, enjoy your new house. God bless you and hope everything goes well. Uh, if there's something I can do, just let me know, and I'll I'll think about you. I hate moving. I'd just rather you just put me. <laughs> <laughs> he's already moved in, so the hard part's done. Now he's just got to get everything put up. His white wall back there in the back. He's yeah. going to put up all these national championship trophies for Georgia in the back there. And the <laughs> <SEC> titles. <laughs> yeah. All right. all right, Birds, we appreciate you. All righty. We'll see you next time. All right. See you, bro. <clears throat> All right, folks, enjoy.